Welcome back, people. It is episode 16 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. It is currently April 19th. You will be listening to this on 420, hey, which is a good day. Hey, you guys better be Anyways, smoking that ganja or whatever. <laughs> you better be, yeah, doing Ripping that those pipes and shit. But responsibly. And if yes. it's not legal where you are, then and don't, don't do fuck it. around. You know what but I'm saying? But if it is, be have a, a fucking blast, man. <laughs> be an outstanding citizen, whatever you do. Anyways, we are back. Vinny. Wait, hold on. I have a question. Are we, are we, are we the, the beacon of morals here at the Taxi Squad On this podcast? show? Yeah. Because there are some blurred are. lines there. Yeah. But, uh, there's some Robin <laughs> Thicke in there. <laughs> there is some. Anyway. There is mad Robin Thicke in there. We're not even gonna go to the meaning of all that, but nope. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You know why? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I'm so good. I'm happy to be here. Uh saw you this weekend for my brother's birthday. Yeah. It was great. It was like a little uh, neighborhood reunion. And school Blast reunion from the was past. Big. Yeah. Yeah, literally just, you know, people you haven't seen in twenty years. If you ever just wanna feel emotional, just Go to one of those parties and leave it to your big bro, right? You know, Tommy's yeah. 30th. Big deal. You know, blast from the past. Can't believe it's almost 20 years. And yeah, you, I, I like officially felt like that nostalgia thing. Oh, yeah. Right. There was a lot of that. In the it's old like, neighborhood, remember. seeing all the old people and just realizing that we're all a little bit uglier and a little, a little more jaded than we were the last time we were all hanging out. So that's the fun of it. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And um, about 20, oh, 15 years older, whatever it might be at this stage of the game. Yeah. But I stopped counting. Yeah. Stopped counting a while ago, but it was great. I mean, saw my fourth grade teacher. Me too. Shout out Miss Kendall Smith. No big deal. Shout out Miss Eric. She was, she was, she was great. She remembered she my remembered face. everything about you. Very Almost great. 20 years later. Yeah. Literally parents, names, brothers. Any names. of you are trying insane. to be creeps, just reach out to her and she'll tell you everything about Mike. She'll set you straight. Um, no, it was great. It was a wonderful time. Beautiful day. And then, you know, the, that Sunday Greek Easter, uh, 100% a just 40 degree temperature change and Dude, rain. It, it was, it, it was dog shit. It's just like, like people... here, here's the Midwest at this time of the year. It's like yeah. summer. Yeah. When people talk about Chicago weather, and I know this is happening around the country too, but people talk about Chicago weather. It's often so cold no the issue is this really like if it's cold it's cold and we get it the issue is it goes to 80 degrees and then it's snowing the next day that's an issue and it's it's literally been like that it's 60 degrees outside right now beautiful nice windows open situation you're not even here you're on another adventure closer but you're on another adventure so but even so it's like tomorrow it could snow or it could be 90 degrees no one really knows Oh yeah, I'm in Fishers, Indiana today, right? Jealous? And, no, don't be jealous. I'm not. Uh, but I did <laughs> learn that there are uh, like the Real Housewives of Fishers, Indiana tonight. Really? Went to dinner. Went to. Oh yeah, went to like probably you know knowing Bougie Mike, found the bougiest spot in Fishers. Steak. And uh, with that being, no, it was just like a cool little Mexican spot. Cool. And my coworker okay. and I go out to dinner, and he comes back. He sits down. He's like, uh, so when you go in there, he's like, you will 100% see the Housewives of Fishers, Indiana. <laughs> and it's like all these waspy women 
sitting at oh, a yeah. table. They all secretly fucking hate each other. White Angela Saxon Mexican people food. for people wondering. <laughs> Correct. AKA Wasp. Yeah. And yes. with all that being said, they all secretly fucking hate each other and think they're on like some sort of reality show. Talk obnoxiously loud to be there. Yeah. And they you know they all leave happen. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And they all think they're on a reality show and they're drinking margarinas and they're just eating chips and <laughs> chewing with their mouth open. <laughs> and it's it's horrible. You know, it's like can, three sides of guac. Sounds like, like a good time. If I, were, if I were put in that situation, I'd be like, "Okay, ladies, spill the tea. Like, who hates who? I need to know about all this shit. I want to. <laughs> st- I want to hop right in there secretly. Tell us if right there's now. There's one. If there's one like subset demographic that I get along with, it's like middle aged mothers, specifically white. But honestly, all of them, just because I could just be like, I need to know all about you. <laughs> like, I just go straight up into tell me about your life mode. I would definitely make it well out there. Vince the home wrecker. No, I mean, not like that. I'm thing. trying to be their best friends. Come on. Mm. I'm a good guy. Vince, you might have to switch targets from mid-20s to like just full-blown like early 40s divorces. I do a lot better. I'll tell you that. I do a lot I'm, better. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, I'm like this is the summer of divorces for you. Down. You should just get after it. You heard it Talk here first. Talk well. Down. Like good looking, fresh shaven face. Ugh, you're just out here, really. just 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 doing things, you know. No. Just you're a good talker. Good I'm staying kid. in until the hair comes back. <laughs> staying away. Fuck off, Mike. Whatever. Yeah, no, I'm but for real, Harry the, you you may want to switch targets. Just saying. Just saying. I Could might. be a thing, right? If you think but I should I mean, switch targets, let us know. Because <laughs> I will. Yeah. For you guys, I will. Maybe that's gonna be the next vote on the Twitter. Uh, should yeah. switch targets this hot girl summer for 40 something divorcees or mid 20 somethings who want to start only fans and think like their shit doesn't stink. Well, I don't, don't want to do that, but at being a mid 20 year, mid to late 20 year, I'm, uh, it probably makes a lot more sense for me, but who knows? You know, yeah. love comes in many different varieties. Hey, in the words of tree love. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. True. And that is a wise woman. True. It's my mother. Truth what else can I say? Shout out, Ma. Truth Love you, Ma. Anyways, we got some strange and unusual stuff to talk about, Vince. I mean, we are fully back here. And I think that, you know, I imagine, okay, let me paint the picture. Please. So we just had our big, like, reunion for your brother's 30th, right, at the block. Mm-hmm. Now, let's imagine during the middle of this reunion, like just a random police officer comes through and just tickets me for public intoxication when I'm in your parents' backyard. I'm like, wait, what the okay. fuck? And he's yeah. like, yep, you're having too good of a time right now. I know it's emotional, <laughs> but here's a fucking fine. New just law. Sorry about take it. Take it fucking easy. New law. Brand new this year. Stop being a fucking You're dick. like two drinks I'm like, in hey. with your BMI. It's just not even making any sense to even give it like, to dude, you. Dude, I'm just having a good time. What the fuck are you talking about? This is a reunion. I'm feeling feel good. Love. Everybody's happy to see me. I'm happy to see them. What the fuck are you talking about? about he's like nope nope here's the fucking ticket mike eat a dick have a good sunday eat happy easter fucko jesus you know? happy easter fucko <laughs> like for real an so asshole. imagine like what an asshole think in your mind that situation right so think of chicago mike in that situation but actually think about that situation happening in baseball and that's yes. exactly what happened to cody bellinger this weekend yes. in la so yes, vince why don't you explain what happened sure to the, the chicago cubs of the pod Chicago Cubs, Cody Bellinger, who's now hitting 350 in his last seven games. 
three bombs. He's actually playing really well as of recent. Wow. Cody Bellinger of the Chicago Cubs. They go to L.A. Um, he's back in L.A. for the first time since he left the team, won an MVP, won a World Series. Whether or not it counts is still up for debate. But he did do those things with that team. He steps up to the batter's box. Obviously, massive ovation. Everybody's cheering, all that stuff. And customarily, player steps out of the box, gives a wave. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate all the all the uh, you know good luck and all that stuff that they're giving him. But the pitch clock is a thing now. <laughs> so... The umpire's like, fuck off. <laughs> he's just like, hey, Strike I got to do my job, up. man. Yeah. He's like, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're running to the hospital. Speed limit's 70. So I'm just, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so that's kind of what happened to him there. And the only thing I have to say to that is read the room. You know, don't call all of True. them umpire. Like, read the room. Like, the pitcher didn't want to pitch. Obviously, Bellinger wasn't ready to hit. He was, giving, he, his guy, he was giving these guys some time. He was like, hey, let give my boy his time in the sun. That's kind of what that it is. And like, took his job a little too seriously. I'm sure he's more than happy just to take the strike, just to, you know, give everybody the wave or whatever it means um, with the amount of pitches he's going to get this year anyway. But it's just kind of like, hey, like, I get it if, you know, if Amber Valdez is whipping his leg around or if, you know, Javi Baez takes an hour to get into the batter's box. That makes sense. In this scenario, again, just read the room, figure out what's happening here, and just don't call it one time because of this. Like, you kind of have to. Don't ruin the reunion of fucking love is blind right. over here because, you know, Cody just is given some love and the pitcher even acknowledged it. He's like, yeah, twenty Cody thing. Right. Yeah. And now what would have been cool if that pitcher was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw a ball, make it even. Let's just restart this. That I'm a dick. I'm cool. Now there's the next question. Did the pitcher throw a ball after that? Now, if he would have threw one just straight down the middle as a strike, because he knows Cody's probably going to take the first pitch. Oh, second now. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's a dick move by that umpire. These guys take it too seriously. I mean, this is why I believe the umpires in the MLB need to totally de-unionize or there needs to be like some sort of standard. Yeah. Right. Because like the Angel Hernandez's of the world. Need to go. Yeah, even Joe West at the end was just like, hey, come on. Um, And there's another one that happened today, actually, that I'm going to bury the lead a little bit. I'm going to talk about it when we talk about the MLB today. But there's another one that happened that's a little interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm be ready for that. I'm intrigued. Plus, we have like three strange and unusuals this week. (laughs) So look at some weeks we have none. (laughs) And this week we have three of them. I love it. Some weeks we have zero. Other weeks it is full blown strange and unusual. So this and next just one, to explain Vince, were... it too, real quick though. Right, quick. we're not going to give you garbage. We're not going to give you fake, fake, strange and unusual. It's only when it is strange. So you're welcome. I mean, that's pretty strange. Yeah. You know, the family reunion strange. getting fucking kicked in the nuts because you know you just want to say, "Hey, love you guys too." Yeah. How dare he? Love not a good deal. Second How one dare here. you show love? Nothing to do with love here. <laughs> I guess maybe has a piece of it to do with love. Maybe. But... I informed you of this. This was big on the Twitter. We all know that's where I live. Um, Anthony Bass, a reliever for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He, his wife was on a plane with his kids. There was a lot of popcorn on the ground because his five-year-old, you know, threw a little bit of popcorn on the ground. Um, the flight attendant's like, hey, pick up after your kid to his 22-week pregnant wife. Anthony Bass had an issue with that, saying, hey – You got to pick it up for my wife. She's 22 weeks pregnant. He wasn't there. He was on the team plane. 
Um, and then also he's like, you know, the flight attendants are supposed to pick those things up. That's their job. Uh, they gave out the popcorn was the another one of his arguments um, that he made as well. And in my head, I'm kind of like, ma'am, <laughs> pick up your popcorn from your child. Like there's a big piece of my head that's doing it. I know she's pregnant. She's not, you know, nine months pregnant. It's not like about the pop situation. She's medically cleared to fly. Part of me is like, hey, also it's a five-year-old. It's not like a two-year-old. So another piece of me is like, hey, your five-year-old probably should pick that shit up. <laughs> I don't know. There's, but also I don't have kids. So like there's a piece of me that's just like, I, maybe I'm not understanding the full um, full piece of this situation. But the thing that pissed me off the most is he went on full blast on Twitter. Everybody disagreed with him. And then he tweeted again saying, hey, United's going to you know, reprimand the employee and all that stuff. And I'm kind of like, you're trying to blow up their spot by getting him fired because of this situation. And like all of it just smells bad to me. It's water under the bridge after that in my eyes. Kind it's of, like, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, let's move on. Let's not make a mountain out of an ant. Anthill. What if the flight so attendant's just having a bad day? And now they're fired what because if she Anthony was having Bass a bad life? day. What if that's right? I mean, there's so many things to consider, and I understand your wife might be pregnant. I don't know how far along she is to your 22 point. Weeks, exactly. you know, 22 like weeks, exactly. That's like first trimester, right? 21. 21. <laughs> Can you do something for me? <laughs> Anyways, it's it's one of those things where she's 21 weeks pregnant, and like that's like, you know, you might be showing, I guess. I don't know. We're not the pregnancy podcast. But right. what I will None say of us have, neither is neither of us have barely any idea. What we it have is never like. gone through any of this yet. Or but like siblings thing, or like, anything. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one's Literally. been there. Yeah. Not yet. Anyways. But to that point, it's like. I understand she's pregnant, but if like she's like big and showing and all those good things, even though it just man to man, never ask if a woman's pregnant. Don't do that. Oh, that's my that's very line. rude. Throws everybody <laughs> off. That's why I'm divorce is telling you you're yeah. you're fucking killing it this summer, Vince. Anyway, you go to a fifty year old. Are you pregnant? And they're like, oh my god, I can't even get pregnant anymore. I was like, I know. I just thought you were probably twenty. Want to try? Boom! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> He's back in the game. Oh, yeah. And so even so, it's like I could, I guess I can understand. It's like, hey, kind of pick up after your kid. Vince is a little bit more heartless. Kanye West, 2007 with this whole thing. I mean, thing, I was right? jacked up when so, Adesanya was so, making fun of that kid when he was crying. So I know. Vince is guy. just a kid hater. He's just like, yeah, go after the kids. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I love kids, it's though. Like, it's the thing. It's just like, I don't look, know. A five-year-old kid should be able to pick up after themselves, in my opinion. Listen, if your four or five-year-old drops anything around Vince, he's going to be like, had that kid pick it up himself. No, kid. don't tell the random employee. It's like, dude, and that's the thing, too. It's flight attendants are custodial staff, and they got to flip this plane over. So now they're going in, like, climbing under seats because your kid doesn't know how to eat popcorn normally. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Kids drop popcorn, I mean, sure, but, like, come on. It's a kid. I know. It's a kid. But also, like, tell your kid to pick it up then. True. I get it. I'm not saying I disagree or don't disagree, but let's face it. He made a big spot about it, and now the damn kid's sponsored by fucking Skinny Pop. So who wins in the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're sponsored. But, yeah, you know that's kind of – that's what I mean, that's what happened. He said, thanks, for everyone, for the support. United Airlines taking care of matters with the flight attendant internally. Like, thank you to what? Like, he, he posted, got 5,000 likes on that. Um and his original one, it it just blew up. Forty six thousand comments, twelve thousand likes. Like, oh god, 
mean, I don't know. I don't really want to hate on the kid. guy. I'm looking at my the post biggest... right now. It's, it's, it's a cute kid. Yeah. My biggest thing, my biggest thing is like, all this happened. Yeah. Like, what are you doing to yourself? Why are you posting this shit on Twitter thinking everybody's going to agree with you? Like, come on, man. And not to mention 795 ERA or something. Maybe you should just go practice more and not be posting on Twitter right now. What are we doing? Well, I think he's trying to distract people how shitty he actually is, you know? Not working. Because <laughs> I didn't be have any idea. I didn't have any idea about this guy, really, until. Like, I no, did. When you I brought knew it up to me. Was, I but... had no idea who Anthony Bass was. I know him because of MLB like, The who? Show, honestly, truly. Um, but The Show? I, yeah, I forgot about him, and now I remember him again, and now I know that he's having a bad Everybody's year. Everybody's so. going to trade for Anthony Bass in the show now. I guess. Put him on your Diamond Dynasty they hate team. flight attendants and want to just force them to do stuff. It's like, dude, again, it's not like it was a janitor. Like, it's they got to flip that plane over and send them out again. Like, you should just pick up after your kids. Or your kids should pick up after themselves when they're five. I don't know. Couldn't be a fun job. Couldn't be a fun job. No. You know? I couldn't I will do say, it. I couldn't do it either, you know, especially like, God, they had to go through like COVID and stuff, like remind people to put their mask over their nose. Yeah. You ever get like a violently aggressive stew or whatever? I mean, what, I, I'm just saying like flight attendant who's like, steward? yeah, well, it's an old word. <laughs> I tell you, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you here. But like, well, yeah, for real, attendant. though, yeah. you ever get the super aggressive one, sir? Mask over yeah. the nose. You're like, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, Try, dude. Now, I mean, now let me paint. Let me paint an even bigger picture for you. Flying home from Kentucky, absolutely destroyed, hungover, trying yeah. to sleep on a plane and getting woken up by that flight attendant to remind you to put your fucking mask over your nose. I <laughs> thought I was going to shit a brick. I was like, can I just fall asleep in peace? Why don't you just fall like, asleep in peace? I tried, but it fell under my nose as I passed oh. out because I got a large head and it fell. That's true. Can't control that the sucks. size of my fucking grape vents. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? It's got yeah, a I was always head. on the team of just like, I'm just going to keep it in normal position because I don't want to fuck with any of this. <laughs> you just, know, I when Project wanna... Blue Bean comes, Vince, you're the first one they're gunning for. I'm telling you right now. Maybe. Conspiracy pod. No, Conspiracy it's not pod. even that I was like super for or against it. It's just like, I just don't want to be an issue <laughs> like i just like there's a dude that no, was on the plane never. this week that was he got mad because he was he sat down he wasn't served a drink like right when he got on there obviously drunk started freaking out big talking all this shit and then they brought security in to pull him off and then he started screaming like a girl <laughs> so where was like, this this is on a plane i don't know where but this is definitely on a plane were there wild. snakes on this said plane he, maybe him man get the snakes off this motherfucking plane all yeah, right. make your kids pick up the popcorn. What's the third strange and unusual thing? The final one here, the Sacramento Kings, they're my team right now. I love them. I love them. Oh, hit me the tell beam. You. Light the beam, man. Um, Kings fans hit are using beam. cowbells now to piss off one, Warriors love fans, it. two, the Warriors GM. So during game two, uh, there's a video that is going around of a Kings fan with a cowbell banging it behind Mr. Bob Myers here. Does he got something against cowbells? I think he just wanted more. I'm not going to lie. He needs more cowbell. Um, obviously frustrating them. The Kings win the game. Uh, a couple other things happen as well. Again, lead buried. Um, Bury it. Now it's becoming a thing that the fans are going to bring their cowbells. Well, they're going to Chase Center tonight or tomorrow. Um, tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday. 
and the Chase Center banned all cowbells. So new rule in the Ooh, Chase Center, no cowbells. No fun league. No fun league. <laughs> it's official, like the no fun league. In, uh, what was it, the World Cup? It's kind of like the Vavuzelas a couple what, years ago. What the fuck did you call me? You know the the plastic trumpet things people would bring into soccer games? And just be like, oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it just became too much. Um, I'm concerned, one, that other fan bases are going to adopt this and not make it a Kings thing. That would be stupid. And... Two is every like is every place going to ban these things, which is fine because you know where they aren't going to ban it Sacramento. So let's go home home court advantage for the Kings. Light the beam. I'm ready for it because you know the Bulls didn't make the fucking stupid playoffs. Well, let's think about this because yeah. I got a fever. Okay, the only way to cure that fever. Yep, more cowbell. So <laughs> I love the the pesky nature of the fan base and they deserve this because I mean, let's face it. They haven't had a playoff berth since like the early two thousands when Chris Webb was on the team and Mike Bibby was on the team. Right. Yeah. So it's been a long time, Jason almost Williams 20 years, too, right? like wrap that around your head. Yeah. Wrap that around your head for like three yeah. seconds. Long time. So it's been a long time for this and they got a squad, right? Sabonis Fox. I mean, they're looking pretty yeah, they, could they make do. A, they could make some they noise. Really I mean, they do. could potentially make a run. Matthew Delavadova. Don't forget about that guy. I can't believe that guy's still in the fucking league. Uh, he's a dog. <laughs> I'll tell you. He's a mad dog. Uh-huh. I mean, I love to see it, and you love there's some good veteran presence there. They actually play defense, which I respect quite a bit. And I think that's more so why the Warriors are getting frustrated. And oh, yeah. speaking of teams being incredibly frustrated, yeah. Vince, you know, last Friday... Shit yeah. got heavy, right? Yes. Bulls play the heat <laughs> so in Miami, right? Bro. And why don't you just remind people of what the bet was uh, and then what you did following right. the bet. So we had a bet face. that was made a long time ago um, in uh, in connection with Henson shaving, um, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, which Mike and I made after a few cocktails and a nice dinner. We were like, hey. Mike's like, let's make a bet. Because I'm like, Bulls are going to the playoffs. Absolutely. They're way too talented to not go to the playoffs. Uh, and what ended up happening is we agreed that if the Bulls didn't make the playoffs, I was going to shave my beard off. If the Bulls did make the p- playoffs, Mike was going to take me to a Dowling restaurant named Giamia. Lovely. We're going to eat our hearts out, drink that. some wine, all this sh- and then, you know, he'd pay for the bill. Well, that. we got to the play-in. The Bulls won the first play-in game. That was electric. Um, I was like, one more to win it. And truly, this second game on Friday, if you didn't watch, came down to like the last minute and a half. Um, Bulls were actually leading for like the first time in the game coming to the fourth corner. And it kind of just clicked at the end where it was like, hey, like we're not going to make any shots and Jimmy Butler's going to take over. And that's what happened. Bulls ended up losing. Uh, fast forward to Sunday. If you follow us on the socials, you saw the whole thing. I shaved my beard off. That's what happened. I haven't done that in like seven plus eight plus years and it looks weird and I don't like it at all. And I'm really just waiting for it. It's great. No, it doesn't. No, it said you look outstanding. Yeah. Your mother, my mom said, I look like I look adorable. She said, that's my baby. And I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to do right now. I don't want that. My mother said with that angelic face, that beautiful face, she said, Tell everybody to go fuck themselves. She also I'm not trying that. to be a cherub now, boy. That's the issue. <laughs> she did actually use that word. 
I'm sure she did. I, I've been using skincare since face. the beginning of time, man. Like, my skin is perfect. <laughs> so when you shave the beard off, I just look like a cute boy. When I have a beard on, it's like, that guy has nice skin. Now I just look He's like... He's a I man just, now. There's I look a, like I've been sitting in a humidified a room for beard. 27 years, and then I just He doesn't came out. drink Bud Light. I don't. No. I for don't what worth. <laughs> for what it's worth. I mean, no offense to beer. I'm just not a beer guy. No, Anyways. But Vince, I mean, why don't you remind everybody, you know, how the shave went. Sure. What you used. Yep. So I used the clippers to get it on, get it a little short. And then the bet is that I got to shave my face. So what I did was went straight to the skin. And the only way you could do that as well as I did was with the one and only Henson shaving. So here's a new word. From our friends at Henson Shaving. The Henson Razor puts the end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. Uh, the razor is made from CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to be very tight tolerances with a combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. And Mike, one of the best things about it, 100% plastic free. Packaging wow. plastic free, razors plastic free. You get one razor, nice little heft to it. It's got a little bit of a little bit of weight to it, which is it's nice. And like I, I've been using it now. So they've been with us for a couple months now, and I've been using it to to line my beard up. And then using it on my whole face was a breeze. I got. I'm not gonna lie. Those um and changing up the razor too. It's a lot easier than just popping off the whole head. No plastic. It's great. Um. Another piece of it that I like a lot, especially after doing this. So the head design has these little exit channels on it. You'll see like lines under the razor. Um, it's designed to expel the hair out and the shaving cream and everything. And I don't know about you, but for years using razors, I'm like trying to get all the hair out. I got a little bit coarser hair and it's it's hell every time I need to do it. So I've really never had a razor. Truly, honestly, never had a razor that this it was this easy to clean. So Absolutely. I mean, it's designed so it doesn't get clogged up. So while you're shaving your face, we've all had it where it gets a little clogged up. It's not as getting as close of a shave as you'd like. So you got to rinse that thing off 37 times. Not here. It's once and you're back to it. Boom. And super Just easy to clean at the end. You're, they're sharp. It sharp, is. man. Um, and then the last point that we want to make here, cost of ownership averages to 88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor, which is crazy. And you'll see, so you order the razor, right? They give you a pack of blades. It's better for the environment. Stop using all the plastic razors. Use the metal instead. So use the promo code, the taxi squad, T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout. You put a razor in there. You put a hundred pack of blades and you'll get those blades free while using our promo code. So for most users, this is going to amount to at least two to five years of shaving, depending on how often you shave. So again, that promo code is the taxi squad, hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. If you're a guy like myself, you shave once a week, you're going to save yourself a hell of a lot of coin. Hell of a lot of coin. Well, Vince, now that your beautifully shaven face is ready for the NBA yeah. playoffs, we are here. The beard is gone. It's kind of like that song. She's gone, but the beard's gone, right? She's coming back. So Don't you worry about that. 
She's coming back. She'll be back by the summer. She'll be back for divorcee season. It's going to be Dude, divorcee honestly, summer this. I summer. already got. I already got some five o'clock shadow in pretty hard right now. So, see, I'm happy with it. I'm thinking two weeks from now I'll have like a pretty decent beard going. Fingers crossed. Oh, dude, by the summer, you're back in full effect. There's no there's no concerns here. I mean, by let's May. face it. It's easy. By peace. May, baby. Yeah. I'm ready. By May. He's back for in the May groove. And again, he's back just in the to, beard groove. Just to reiterate the point, I ride with my guys. I ride with my guys out here. So if that's okay. what it takes to ride let's with my guys, I'll take argument. it. Go ahead. So Vince wants to claim like I'm not some real fan. Right, which isn't the case at all. You were actively cheering for the Bulls not to make the playoffs. You're actively. Yeah, I was because I want this team to be totally blown up at the fucking seams and rebuilt because it sucks. Because you should have built the team 10, not even 10 years ago, seven years ago around Jimmy B. If you were smart, you would have built the team around Jimmy Butler. But no, you traded for Zach Levine and who else? And so you give Zach Levine a bag. Levine was a wasn't a bad bitch, trade, and though. he doesn't. He was the reason they won the first play-in game. For what it's worth. Oh yeah, great. I'm now not on the okay. Couch. I'm not gonna argue Time for out. the way this team is built. Time okay. out. I'm not done. Okay. I'm not okay. done. All right, go. So you had the guy, right? Jimmy B. You could have built it all around him. You could put every piece around him. One of the best unselfish superstars in all of the NBA, which in today's world is a very big deal. If you pay attention to the NBA, right? So he's unselfish superstar can make his own shot can distribute the basketball. You put some pieces around that you're in a great position to win. Now they didn't do that. They decided to just get rid of him. Now they bring in all these, you know, younger dudes who think like they're the shit and it hasn't worked out for you. And now you have all these aging contracts, which you have to get rid of, basically, in order to justify the Levine contract. And I don't know who the hell you're going to sign in the offseason to bring here. So I think the team needs to be blown up. So I've been rooting for the team to be blown up, like most Jerry Reinsdorf-led organizations, similar to the White Sox, right? (laughs) So if he was wise, what I'm hoping for, truly hoping for, is that Reinsdorf just... Packages both teams, sells them, and gets somebody in here who actually gives a shit and knows what they're doing and knows how to run an organization. And it's not selling, you know, dollar hot dog nights and, you know, expecting a new f- menu. Like I said, if some crazy right weird field, accident happens, whoopsies. Not gonna be you know. Whoops. I don't know. Oh, um, oh, dang. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, no, I'm with you. I mean, at this point, they should. Um, but when we're in heat, I'm like a deer in heat, baby. I just want to see him go. So I'm always going to be supportive of them in that situation, which will often turn into negative and sad thoughts and shaved faces. Um, at that point, what are they going to do? You know, I was just hoping they'd make it. But then there's also an argument to be said that if they did make it, then they'd be like, well, team's working. They made the playoffs, which is also the worst place to be in the which, NBA is in person. To my point. Yes. NF, NBA, not NFL, NBA purgatory. Any sport it is worse to be in purgatory than it is to be the bottom of the barrel. So I'd much rather this team just become the bottom of the barrel. Yep. Get it over with and let's restart because it's inevitable at this stage of the game. So it's not like I'm rooting for them to lose. I'm rooting for the ultimate end. I'm kind of like. I'm a the masochist. Weird ta- <laughs> I'm a weird masochist, and I'm like kind of like the Mission Mission Impossible villain, who's like the only real way to reset the world 
just blow that just fucking re- thing up. Yeah, just to restart it. Yeah, and just that's to gonna start with this new team sell. The Bears need to sell. The Sox need to sell. The Colts need to sell. Sell them the all, Hawks, and sell. the Blackhawks do too. So that's every major sport for us. They all need to sell. Except the, the Cubs. Look at the Cubs. They well, figured no, it but out. They sold and then won a World Series. I mean, fascinating. I don't know. The, the Ricketts have had some questionable decisions, too, in the last couple of years. But also, we don't even root True. for them. So, whatever. Fucking keep doing it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, what whatever. does matter is the NBA playoffs is happening right now. And it's pretty electric. Uh, Full effect. To start with the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, Denver leads the series. This is probably, and correct me if you disagree, probably the most boring of all the matchups here. Um, the Timberwolves are a fun team. Uh, the Twin Towers that got going down in the uh, in the post is fun. But I don't know. I just don't think they're as good as the Nuggets. I expect the Nuggets to make it into the next round or in two rounds and lose before the finals. So I'm kind of just shooing this in as a Nuggets win. Yeah. I mean, most of the teams who make it after the play-in, regardless, like – it's like they're not going to be it's able rough. to make a run. Yeah. That's not how the NBA is designed. The NBA is designed in order to basically, if you're in the top three, you're going to make a run. Beyond that, like let's face it, the bottom of the barrel teams are not making runs. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned happening. this before. It's like the teams with the good guys, with the guys that make a difference, generally win these. And this is not like it's not impossible for that to happen. And we're kind of seeing that with this with this. Uh, the Kings and the Warriors right now a little bit. Again, we're two in, so I don't want to overreact, and it's so easy to do that in a seven-game series. But in this situation, like I feel like Denver has more of the star power. Obviously not in all of the playoffs, but honestly good on the Timberwolves for making it. That's kind of where I'm at. They spent way too much, way too much money on two centers. So if it's working out a little bit, good for them. I don't know. They're going I big. I mean, it's a fun experiment for a little <laughs> while, Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. But that's I mean, not and also like Anthony's NBA. the man. Like I'll watch him all day. Um they got a cool team. It's just not it's nothing that I think is gonna be sustainable when it comes to playing in the modern NBA. Especially because Gobert is two like, shooters, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and Towns is a knockdown shooter. There's no denying it. But also yeah, he but plays inside the, the paint he's and at the big. elbow. He's, I mean, he's not. He, his job is not to drop threes. His exactly. job is to shoot inside the paint or at the elbow to the point. So you need guys who can drag, drop threes, create their own shot. And they, I guess Counts the argument to, to that, that was they brought in Gobert to be that center, dominant center in the middle, so Carl Anthony Towns can move around and shoot, and it has worked a little bit to their advantage. It's just. You have a guy that's playing on the other team that is quite possibly the MVP of the league and was the last two years. Like you gotta, there's gotta be a difference maker there. And like if the if the Nuggets are actually shooting on all cylinders, and don't deny Aaron Gordon, like that guy is hard to guard. Very obviously, I was listening to Pat Bev on a my guy Pat Bev, love that guy on a live stream last night. He was just like Aaron Gordon's a hard guy to guard. Like he's a dense dude, and I believe it. And it's like you're gonna run out of people to cover all that stuff, especially with Denver does have the shooting and Jokic makes shit happen. We know that time over time. So yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. I just think the Nuggets are going to win this one easy. Yeah. It's like once again, the one C plays the eight C. So with this being said, it's one of these situations where you view it and you're like, okay, well, this game's kind of a shoe and that the Nuggets are moving on. Right now to me, the most intriguing series as of right now, 
is i mean they're kind of a toss-up but the suns and clippers very Fun. interesting series it's going back yeah. and forth it's interesting to watch and then the kings and warriors also very interesting to watch a lot of drama going on with that that series and i enjoy it kings and now, warriors yeah yeah it's fantastic so it, it's good and two la teams are fighting for a spot which i think is wonderful not something four we've seen california teams four california teams in the west playoffs yeah, and then you got the semi-California team or wannabe California team in the Phoenix Suns because, let's face it, Scottsdale is becoming a mini L.A., right? Yeah. So with all that being said. It's nicer. Right? <laughs> no, yeah, no, it is until, you know, who knows. But the series is tied right now, 1-1. Yeah. I mean, finally, this team was built in order to make a playoff run. We're talking about the Clippers. Why Leonard shows and up in the playoffs, Mike? Finally. Took him fucking he always three years, that, but though. he's here. That's his thing now. Hey. He brought that Raptors team to the absolute pinnacle. Oh, so there's no doubt about it. If he was wise, he would have stayed in Toronto. He would have been a king forever. Yeah, honestly, but, I, I mean, would have too. But he's from L.A. He wants to represent L.A. I get it. Puts down 38 in the first game. Uh, Russell Westbrook, 36 minutes, nine points. But it's fine if you're putting up 10 rebounds and eight assists. So it worked out in the first game. Um, the Clippers just played a little bit better. It was fun to watch at the end there. Kevin Durant. Absolute monster. I think there's a piece of a piece of him that doesn't like Devin Booker kind of taking over at the end of the game sometimes where he's like, hey, like Devin Booker's good. Kevin Durant is great. That's kind of where I put I put it in my head. Like Devin Booker isn't one of the greatest ever. Kevin Durant is. So when it comes down to those things, like I do think Katie should be getting the ball, even though he's not necessarily the oldest guy on this team. Well, as far as tenure, he probably is the oldest guy on the team. I mean, how long have these guys been playing now? Maybe 60 days, 90 days in total, like actually playing together. And I think the they're 11 court. and one when they all play together. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's worked so far. Let's face it. I think they're learning how to play. They're learning each other's styles. But the closest thing to Kobe in the modern NBA is Devin Booker. Yeah. You can't you said that a couple that. times. And you're right. You're right for sure. It's just there's a certain level of dog, especially on the defensive end, that I don't necessarily see from him. Um, whether well, or not the it's modern a, NBA, they don't play take, defense. Right. Yeah, but you can't be Kobe without defense, you know. Well, true, and Kobe. I'm not trying to say he's a prototype. He's the closest thing Kobe. to him. Nobody yeah. will ever be Kobe. What I'm saying is, he's the closest. Anthony thing Edwards to him might be at some NBA. point. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. The Beast. only thing I'm saying is that Booker just <clears throat> creates his own shot. He's incredibly athletic, and he does have a dog in him. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He wants to go. He's got a taste of the finals, and I think they're going back this year. I think they win the West this year. I I truly do. I think Very it's going to go down. I, I truly think it will go down to the Suns and the Kings when it's all said and done in the West. That's oh, my most humble opinion. Oh, light the beam. I do. I, I think the Kings have a legitimate chance because they play harder than most teams. And everybody's like, oh, don't sleep on the Grizzlies. Don't I just think ultimately when you Dude, boil it Kings all down. Are, I think the Kings are better than the Grizzlies. I do. I think John Morant coming back after all of his fake thug nonsense. He's you fine. know, it, it's he's it's fine. gonna fuck up the team. I'm not saying he's not fine. What I'm and they saying were, is dude, they were the, playing well without him, too. That's the thing. If the I Kings know. are the the Grizzlies are, are an interesting little team there. It's like they got all these pieces. And like the Dylan Brooks situation and Desmond Baines, obviously dog and Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive player of the year, basically like those guys are supplementing that. Um, I think it's just me being way more biased and just being on the Kings bandwagon, but I'd be cool if the Grizzlies did it too. It's just, you can't trust the 
the Nuggets, and they've been first place the last couple of years here. So you just got again, you got to go with star power, and the only star power that's there is, I mean, the Suns. Like the Warriors are not playing like it right now. I don't even think it's about star power in my eyes. I truly believe it's got to have that guy though. The Nuggets, true. You do have to have a guy or multiple, which the Suns clearly do, and the Kings have a lot of really good young talent right now. Now the Nuggets haven't had a real test. The Grizzlies, the Lakers aren't a real test. Hey, so none, not according to ESPN, bud. Oh fuck! The only thing, oh, the they only reason ESPN talks about it is because the they just bro. ride <laughs> the LeBron D until it's just Dude, worked it's and agonizing. Broken. It's agonizing. Yeah. The day just LeBron chill. James retire from the retires from the NBA will just be one of the better days of the NBA in my. Yeah. Eyes. What do you think it's going to be? King's been dethroned. <laughs> Fucking. Stupid. Well, here's here's my situation. I remember enough like when Jordan was playing on the Wizards, but they weren't competitive, so it didn't really matter. So they didn't talk about him every fucking. Did they night. make the playoffs but that one of the years? I don't even remember. I don't think so. It's Maybe before they got zero year, chill, Will that, or Gil. Yeah, I, I I just don't really believe that the hype around LeBron is it, it's just over. I think he's, he's got maybe one or two years left in him and just hang it up. Just be done. He's obviously very good. I've said it before. He's my second second best player of all time. I know he's not yours. He's top five he's for sure. He's top like, five for sure. All of these things are true. And you can also think that it's kind of annoying. Like when he does interviews, it just pisses me off. Um, I mean, the book yeah, thing. You, was you see ridiculous. you see him. He was dropping like full scale, like obscenities in his last interview talking about Love John it. Moran. Love it. Oh God, I hate that. It's, like, it's just yeah. It's just yeah, kids watching preachy this. for me. Just gonna sneak that in. Come on now. Yeah, but whatever. It is what children. It is. People that I think of the kids. What I do want to talk about, and before we do, I think Clippers and Suns. Clippers and Suns are going six, if not seven. They might go seven. Um, I think this Clippers team is really good. I think the way the seating worked out did not do either of these teams a favor because I wouldn't be surprised in the same coin that this would have been the Western Conference Championship with different seating because these are two very good teams. Zubats is madly underrated in my opinion. I mean, he doesn't put all the he doesn't put all the numbers up on the actual, you know, stat sheet, but he's a disruptor in the middle and they got a lot of pieces on that Clippers team, but again, it's just star power with the Suns like it's a cool matchup at the beginning here, but I want to talk about my Kings, man. I really do. Okay, let's talk about your Kings, Vinny. The Sacramento Kings are so fun. I think Deer. I think Deer and Fox might be the new Damian Lillard. I really do. Um, he's so he's young. Obviously, he's been in the league for a couple of years, but again, like these one and done guys, they get out quick. Um, he is a speedy point guard. Western Conference team, middle to small market team. Uh, not a lot of people paying attention to him. The college comparison doesn't go well because he obviously went to Kentucky. Um, but him being the star of that team, he's not, you know, he's not a three point God like Dame is, but he's got that mid range down. He drives the basket as a small guy, a quick guy like that driving the basket. So fun to watch something we don't get a lot of in today's NBA, which is awesome. And they're just like taking care of the warriors. All of that with the caveat that the golden state warriors are so bad at home and so good away. And let me tell you exactly what they did this year. And I thought this was jarring. So if it is for you, I think it should be. So the Warriors were 44 and 38 this year. 
they were 33 and 8 at home and 11 and 30 away. That has to be the That's craziest horrific. discrepancy ever, right? I mean, yeah, they're they're having a smidge of. A, I mean, for them, it's a down year. I mean, they won thirty three and eight at home, though, to win forty four games and only eleven on the road. It's like, how does a returning champ do that? And like, I know they got pieces because they won it last year, and their team didn't change that much. But eleven wins on the road, like, are they ever going to win? And that's the thing. It's like they're the sixth seed, so it's not like they're going to be favored in most of these matchups, especially this one. So if this goes seven, you have to assume the Kings are going to win the thing. Is this the end of their run? Is this the end of their era? Because last year they rebuilt, they redid it. I mean, Clay had a comeback season of epic proportions, right? I mean, basically he came back exactly at the right time, got hot. They just went on a tear and just nobody could touch him. I don't so, want to say with that, all that because it's said, the Warriors. But <laughs> I know it's you know? the Warriors, and I know you'll never count them out. I mean, this game's 2-0. It's not over yet, and I get and that. And again, they played on but, the road the last two games. So there's but this team, a feasible you have thing to that they're going to win. The fact, they do have a fair amount of young talent, not questioning that, but their stars and megastars are becoming old. Draymond's becoming just kind of Annoying. a shell of himself. <laughs> and, and, and if you look at like the tail of the tape of the last game, Okay, 114-106, Kings win the game. Points in the yep. paint, 54-40. to 40. I mean, so usually if you win the points in the paint, you're going to win the basketball game. Right. I know everybody falls in love with the three, but that's a real thing. You win the steals slash turnovers, or steals, I would call them the turnover. I mean, 11-6. Yeah. to six. So, I mean, the Kings are playing defense, and it shows. They care, man. That Mike Brown-led team, like, come on now. Mike Brown. And like that's the thing too, Mike is Jones. he's got he's got that under underdog feel to him with everything that happened to him in Cleveland. He he yeah, has that to him. It. So he's like, hey, like I'm coming to this team and like there's not a lot of hope into me. Obviously, no one believes in the Kings ever. Like they're like, fuck it, let's just go out there and beat the team that won last year. And they've shown that the last two games. I mean, game one, obviously they won by three. That was a big deal at the end there, but I was like, great way to close it out. But I mean Yesterday's game, game two, like it was, it obviously it was close. It was within eight points, but I had the Kings the whole time. Like I wasn't even worried about it. And then, I mean, one of the bigger things, Draymond gets kicked out of the game. And I, we were look, we were watching this video before we started recording today. I like part of me. So he got suspended for game three, which has been announced now. Um, part of me is like, yeah, he kind of deserves it just based on shit he's done in the past. Like that would, you know, that would possibly no. be something that no. he would do. But then also no. I look at it and like Sabonis was holding his leg. <laughs> so like, Sabonis wins the pussyfoot award for this playoffs. If yeah, there was like, a pussyfoot why not? award, like, why don't you he just wins do that? It. He acted like he got hit in the head by a fucking shovel. Well, yeah, he you got to like do that. He got stabbed in the stomach with a fucking shredded knife. He acted like yeah. he got a foot broken off in his ass. For sure. He acted like I could go on a rant for a long time. I was right. I'm just saying <laughs> it is the biggest pussyfoot move that I have ever seen in professional basketball. And Put I mean, I've watched LeBron though. for a long time. Right. It's, it's equivalent that. to LeBron getting fouled in the lane. You know, of course, everybody's going to get that foul who put it on him. But I mean, literally, if you watch the video. Sabonis grabs his foot, right? Yeah. 
and Draymond tries to get out of it and comes yeah. back down on him as like, dude, get off me. And then Sabonis squeals on the floor like a bled out pig. Oh, does he have like, like a, a bruised cry baby bitch? He might, he might not play tomorrow because he has a bruised sternum. That's bullshit. That's just <laughs> he, playing the game. He'll play tomorrow. So that okay. How so much that's money? Kinda, how much money? What do you want to bet on the fact that he plays tomorrow? Because I'll put money on the fact million. that he fucking plays I'm tomorrow. I'm with you. He plays. He played. Okay, um, he played 40 minutes that game. No, so he, after all he, that he said chest and done, bumped his he chest bumped his teammate like 20 minutes later. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's just going with it. He's just okay, going with it. Your, Dude played 40 minutes and had nine rebounds. Oh, he's so hurt. He has a I get where you're coming on. from as like a, hey, you're a you person. Sure? Like a person would. I get where you're coming from there. I'm putting Yo, my head. The crime did not result to the punishment. No Correct. fucking so way. That's, what, that's how you're seeing it, right? In my head, he's like, this is one of the defensive juggernauts on the championship team that we're playing right now. Everybody flails in the NBA. It's known. It's soccer 2.0. Draymond honestly probably wouldn't have gotten kicked out if he didn't like try to flail his leg and be like, he's holding me, which ended up hitting him. And then Sabonis acted it off. Like that's kind of what happens now. So part of me is just like, hey, bro, so what's move he supposed right there. to do? Well, what's okay. he supposed to do? You're out there no. playing a game. You're a grown ass man, dog. Well, I know, but and he's, some he's, dude he's standing on one foot like a hey, crying he's, child. He's standing on one foot. He like a just kid that can't get he the favorite toy there. at fucking Kmart. He could be like, hey, like let go of my leg and just pull it out and be done with it. But he's like flailing his leg like, oh, he's holding on to my leg, right? And then Savonis is like, no, I'm not. Ow, my sternum. Like, they're all acting. Like, that's that's what you're supposed to do in the NBA at this point. It's annoying as hell. I get where you're coming from. But part of me is like, respect to Savonis. Just understand the situation and be like, oh, play it off. Like, it hurt a lot. So the NBA just kicks him out, which they ended up doing, and they ended up suspending him for the next game. And if you don't remember, the last time Draymond gets suspended in a game, the Cavaliers won the championship. So Sabonis is like, heads up here. Ow, it hurt me so bad. Get Draymond kicked out. So part of me is like, that's a game. So are you trying to say that this could be the kick in the ass the Warriors need? Could do be. You think, or, but you also, think? I don't want anybody to overreact to them winning the next two home games. Because oh, they're almost undefeated. So you're under the impression that now the Warriors have more ammo to come back and ice this series. Because now they're the going. To, now they're going. Now they're going home. My head's on the opposite. Uh, okay. They lose. They lose their defensive guy. The Kings are higher ranked than them. I think that the Warriors win the next two games. I do. I think that they tie okay. it up again. They're 33 and eight at home this year. I don't see that changing at all. I think they go back to Sacramento, and they're like, all right, they got Draymond back after that one-game suspension, so he'll be back. What they're trying to do right now is to have a little bit of leverage in game three and possibly steal one at home, and if they do, then the series is over, in my opinion. So if you're the Kings, why not, dude? Like, Let's go. Let's do it. And I think Sabonis had some intent behind doing it and freaking out like that because he's like, he just kicked me in the chest, which technically he did, but also he was holding his leg. And also, Sabonis are probably just as much to blame for the issue. Yeah, it but is also the biggest days of our lives, fucking. Flop do you job see I've what I'm seen. saying, though? Do you see what I'm saying? I see exactly what you're saying, but the fact that that has to be a strategic point of the game is absolutely garbage. That's it's 2023, what I hate about baby. Modern... I know, but like when Sucks. you grew up watching a game, 
where like Rodman would flail his elbows with yep. no concern to anybody else's life and just like get yeah. the fuck out of my way. The fucking Pistons right? in the late eighties. When God you grew, it wasn't even the Pistons, Vince. No, I'm talking about the nineties Bulls. Well, I'm saying too, like them too. Like the Pistons were fucking the bad boys were fucking. They aggressive. were the bad boys. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So like that yeah. brand of basketball is the brand of basketball that I represent and that I love. And and, and like don't get me wrong, I think the sport's wonderful. But defense really doesn't exist. I love the fact that the Kings do play defense. So go I watch Kings, them. Baby. They play. Yeah, they do. I love that. And I am rooting for them. I dislike Sabonis as a human being. Now, I what I dog. what I do think people are He's missing is Harrison Barnes comeback, right? So what everybody's missing is that Harrison Barnes won multiple championships with Golden State Warriors. Yeah. He's been a and now he's on a team that's emerging, right? But he's emerging finally. And he's playing a shit ton of minutes and he's playing his role. He's not the type of guy who's going to, you know, wow you every night, but he plays his role and he scores when he needs to. And he signed a four-year 85 mil in 2019-2020. Yeah, so he's also dude. making he got money fucking paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got paid. Good for him. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, is just... You got to look at this whole situation. I think this is the Harrison Barnes comeback season, not anything having to do with Draymond or anything. I think this is the Harrison Barnes. I I love De'Aaron Fox. I just think that a veteran presence like a Harrison Barnes is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, he was important for those teams, too, when Zach Randolph was on there. I mean, they didn't end up doing anything with that, but that's important. That's very important. I mean, he's 30 years old. He's he's got the time on the pond at this stage of the game. He's been playing almost 10 years. I mean, he's Wet a good Jack. guy to have on your team with these young emerging stars in Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox. I love it. Yep. Grizzlies, Lakers. Lakers take game one. Dude, stop. I'm so sick of it. Uh, I, I don't yeah, want to give it time. Anthony Davis, fake time. injury, whatever. That's It is what it is. I hope the Grizzlies I, take I'm, it. I'm over it right now. If you're paying attention, the Grizzlies are about to win the game. God. It's 103 to 93. I know. With 30 seconds left. So the you're Grizzlies. You're putting that juju on it, and I don't like the feel of it at all. I don't like the feel of it at all. The Grizzlies are going to win the series. Let's stop. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> I don't know anymore. No. You're making no. me feel bad about it, dude. Dude, that's the thing. Like everybody's saying the Lakers are a sneaky pick. They're not a sneaky pick to win the championship this year. I'm sorry to say it. I do think they're a sneaky pick to maybe pull a series or two out. I do. And I think it can happen against this team because I don't even want to say like they have playoff experience, but it's just like series or two. Maybe two. Oh, stop. Possible. Like LeBron's going to no. Like LeBron's gonna make that big of a difference in this overall thing. LeBron he's needs dropping, pieces around dude, him he's to dropping be successful. Thirty points, a, thirty points with a higher than fifty percent clip. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay, but Anthony Davis has proven he is not the superstar A one that LeBron needs beside him. Not last game because dude. he can't stay on the <laughs> he was court. Balling last what? game. He's balling yeah, last game. Finally, finally, and tonight yeah. what happened? Thirteen right. points, That's... eight rebounds, three assists. Okay, back and forth. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies okay. win it too, but now I think you just put a freaking crux on it. Now we're gonna have to watch that shit again. No, no way. Don't do it, Mike. No, don't do it to yourself. Don't make yourself feel it out again. I got some no namer on this team scoring twenty points. I've never heard Austin of this guy. Reeves? Day in my Hillbilly life. Mamba. No, Ru- Ru- Rui Hachimura. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoever the fuck he's that is sounds he's actually sounds a like a he's Kill a young Bill guy. character. 
No, it, he ended up on the Lakers. I, it was yeah, he was on the Does Wizards he make for a little swords? bit. He, <laughs> he was on the Wizards for a little bit. He's actually cool. He's he's a Japanese born player. I think he's actually that a beast, guy. but yeah, I don't know. Can't wait to go to Japan. Stoked for Japan. Same. I mean, hey, we we gone through all the West situations, yeah. and like I said, I I do believe the creme de la creme in this, and I know everybody's gonna look at me like I'm nuts because I'm not including the Nuggets, but it's gonna be the Suns and the Kings. And when West. it all comes down yeah. to it for the West, that should be the championship game for the West. That should be the Western Conference championship in my eyes. That would I'd be love probably the coolest yeah. Western Conference championship because I don't think the Nuggets have the horses. I just don't. Watch it be watch it be Memphis, Sacramento, and the and the entire NBA is just like, man, we're not making huh? money on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no, gonna, that's just it's gonna just be. just like make it like walking in Memphis would be, have to be the song then, right? Yeah, who has more people in their city? Put on my know. blue suede shoes, right? Got on a train. <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> Let's I know go. that's right, I sang that in, in freshman year men's choir. Um. In the no East, big. the the Bucks and the Heat, uh, the Heat were putting up a little bit of a battle. Yeah, a, that a little bit of a battle. Short lived. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be consistent going forward here. <laughs> like the Bucks are almost up like thirty right now, and it's going into the half. Like it's yeah, getting, yeah, it's getting there. And there's been a lot of conversation about, like, I mean, the the Heat won the first game, so you got to give them a little bit of credit. Um, oh, away on it, yeah, but you know, the Bucks did win a couple years ago. They have that in them. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the same this year. Uh, there's obviously a lot of really good teams in the Easter conference this year. I think the, if I was going to bet, it'd be the Celtics over anybody in my opinion right now. Um, but I think the heat stealing game one was important, but at the end of the day, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes five. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win the next four games in a row. Wow. Large statement. That's it's just, a really large statement, Vince. I like the Heat are fun to watch, and they're like talented and all that stuff. But you know, Giannis is Giannis is that good, and if he's playing, then that's going to put him in that category. Like it's really hard to defend a guy like that, especially when you got Middleton putting up jumpers. Like if if Drew Holiday keeps shooting nine for fourteen for the rest of this, like it's you know it's a means to an end. Good defense on that. I'm team with too. you. I do believe the Bucks, of course, creme de la creme of the East. I mean, the East is easier to predict than the West right now. Uh, yeah. Celtics are good, though. Yeah, no shit the Celtics are good. I mean, to me, it's like maybe the Sixers sneak in. Maybe the Cavs just don't have the horses. Not this year. Maybe next year if they get another piece. They're right? a squad, too, though. Like, at the end of the day. They're, that's they're the thing good, with... but they don't have the horses to make the run. That's what They're I'm on that at. second tier. The Celtics the and the Bucks have the horses because let's face it if the Cavs and celtics meet it'll be a good series be fun to but watch it's, yeah. it, you know what the result's gonna be that's where to me the east is too predictable it's like the celtics and milwaukee right there you really you can can't, argue for like, anybody else no you can't maybe the Cavs, depending on the situation but right. still once again the cream rises to the top when the playoffs hit in the, in the nba always it's not cream, like football. Cream in the East right now is Giannis and Tatum, baby, and the rest of the people are right. It is what it is. Right, right. So it's it, the rest of the East is just kind of lacking. The Sixers, I mean, don't get me wrong on paper, that's a squad with. They're also B, playing the Nets, Harden. who got most of their wins. Like, right. 
The Sixers are KD. the same as the Denver Nuggets. Kind of. They're going to lose the same way. They're going to lose next series. They're going to lose the Eastern Conference. So they're true. not making it to the NBA or the finals. I'm sorry. It's not out of bounds to expect that. That's what I'm saying. The East is like too easy to just be like, yep, it's kind of a done deal. Pack it in. Yeah. Mail Shout it. Shout out in. to the Knicks it, for winning a game. Like I'm, I'm we can just fast forward tips. through all this truly. Shout out Tibbs. Shout out Tibbs. Tibbs. Tibbs, great regular season coach. Amazing. We saw that many One of times. The best ever do. Not great Love in Tibbs. the not great into the playoffs. Still think the Bulls should have never let heck I go. Loved him. Yeah, but Jimmy Butler would be dead at this point if he was still on that team. Not necessarily. Um, and then the yeah, it's just he he runs his guys to the ground during the regular season. That's the only issue because they never Kinda. they never have it come playoff time. But hey, there's it's always True. possible. And then the Sixers watching that first game against the Nets, the refs don't care about James Harden re- looking for fouls at all right now, which means that he's not going to have a good time. Um, and I don't think they should because I've been I think he's been getting cheap calls since the beginning, just like the Lakers all the time. So, you know, good riddance to them. They're winning this one because you got basically nobody that's that, that, that good on the Nets anymore. Um, obviously, Bridges is a dog. Dinwiddie can ball when he needs to, but that's not a winning championship roster anyway. So really, it just leaves you to the Celtics and the Hawks. And goddamn, if the Celtics don't get away in six at this point, I don't see I don't see I, it's it's Bucks Celtics easiest <laughs> easiest conference to predict. So right now to the point well, certainly we could just mail it in. Yeah, and that's the thing. Just it's mail like, it in as we see it. At the beginning of this year, it was like the East might just be way better than the West, and then people start moving, and then you get put in the same. Well, there's situation some parity going on in the West right now, and it makes it a little bit more fun. The Kings haven't been in the playoffs for almost 20 years, to our point, and then not only that, KD and Devin Booker are on the same team. I mean, those are two yeah. superstars at their highest point. Yeah, and I mean, I in mean, my KD... intelligent pick, it's if I'm going intelligence, I'm going Celtics. If I'm going hard, I'm taking the Kings, but. I really think the Celtics are going to win. I go hard in the motherfucking paint. All right. All right. right. <laughs> Waka. And that's your NBA right. recap, baby. <laughs> NBA recap. We got into it. Excited to see how the next rounds go. We kind of gave you a fair amount to take there. East, kind of a done deal. West, kind of open for and I hope we're wrong. Conversation. I do. I really I'd do love hope to be we're wrong. wrong. Because I love to see different situations, and you love to see the underdog win. At least I do. But. Time will tell. Now, brief XFL talk, and then we'll get into yeah. the real meat of potatoes. And I know only a handful of people give a shit about the XFL, but, but we're, we're making you give totally, a shit. Totally. Right? Yeah. So, over the weekend, it was a rough one for the, in quote, Battle Hawks, right? It was a close one. Battle Hawks, second favorite team. Guardians kind of got that North Division locked down. Beat the Renegades 28-26. Now the Sea Dragons, Ben Danucci, right? Ben Danucci. We got Josh Gordon. Stud. Still balling. I mean, they put it to the Battle Hawks in epic fashion, beating them 30-12 to in St. Yeah. Louis. And that place gets hyped for some Battle Hawk, Battle Cock football. And I tell you right now, people, it gets hyped there. Because I was there. No big deal. You were. Now. Yes, you were. Some things need to happen in the North if it's going to work for the Battle Hawks. And I kind of wanted to go into this briefly. So, the Battle Hawks right now, if they are to make the playoffs, need to beat the Guardians, Vince's favorite team. They're tied with one the Sea win, Dragons by the way, right now in the North. Right? Six and three. So, yeah. 
The Guardians' one win, to remind everybody, is against the best team in all of the XFL, the DC Defenders. Yeah, bitch! So they're kind of a low-key sleeper, depending on how you Go look on. at it. They can score. Right? They just can't defend. They can score, but they can't play defense, so you never know. Now, A.J. McCarron is clearly playing hurt. If you pay attention to the game uh, on, on Sunday, McCarron did not look 100%, and not only that, but the week prior, he sat out. So clearly something's going on from that aspect. Now, D.C. kind of has a smidge of a packeting game against the Brahmas. Now, the Brahmas need to beat the defenders, and the Battlehawks need to beat the Guardians decisively if the Battlehawks are going to be in this. So... Brahma's three and six, Guardians one and eight. You got bad teams that have the opportunity to create an the upset. The only thing the Brahmas have going for them is the fact that literally they're playing at home, and I don't know how much of a home field advantage it is anymore. But ideally, the Sea Dragons losing next week, regardless of what happens, is kind of the key to the castle right now. Yeah. Right. And that North, so, that XFL North dude is just a lot better than the South. <laughs> it's like, yeah, unbelievable. It's, it's leaps and bounds. So yeah, the, the, top XFL three North teams, because... the top three teams in the North right now could realize like the Roughnecks have had this staple down for a couple weeks now. And the top three teams in the North right now could be the head of the South. So it's just like now what I will say is don't sleep on the Vipers. The Vipers can kind of get sneaky good with scoring, but then again, they can't finish games. But the Sea Dragons suck at, like, suck at home. So something yeah, to pay attention to overall, and we will give you updates next week in regards to the next steps of the XFL, XFL playoffs. You know what? I'm excited. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. Go XFL. Cool. This, is the, right. this is the most I've followed it like ever. So yeah, it's fun it's to watch. Semi exciting. It's not you know, the like NFL, obviously, but like it's to, fun to, to watch. No, it's kind of fun. And I mean, to Vince's point, the North Division is the creme de la creme of each division. I mean, literally, if the two teams, if if two teams were in the South and then you swapped them, literally, there's three teams fighting for first at six and three. Yeah. So DC defenders are kind of leaps and bounds. Everybody right now, I don't know what you win. If you win the XFL championship, I don't know if you get like a an NFL football or a faux Lombardi like fuzzy. <laughs> How about that? Do you get like do you get like a rock trophy? Like it's just a rock because he created the league. It's just like here's the golden rock, and you're like, no fucking way. All expensive paid like, trip to uh Atlantic City. <laughs> Congrats. All expenses paid trip to WWE Thunderdome. Like, <laughs> Get excited. Where are you going? We're going to the WWE. All right. Shout out where are you to going? the cage Six match. flags. We're going to six flags. Have fun. Go to Fright Fest. Yay. Yay. I don't know how it goes. I don't think Disney World's in the contract. just won the XFL championship. Where are you going? Cedar Point. Walmart. Walmart is right. Congrats. So to the point, I mean, hey, XFL talk's always a good time. But let's get into what this podcast does best. So at Taxi Squad at their very best is talking NFL football. So we have some draft parody to get into. Nothing's going Vince, on. We got a NFL. lot of. I mean, there's not a ton going on, but there's a lot of rumors. I'm not yep. even going to talk about Lamar Jackson anymore because that we've beat that horse to death. Like we've yeah. taken his shit on its chest. Right. So, literally, 
There's a lot of rumors going on right now with the Texans, with the first pick in the draft, second pick in the draft. There's right. maybe some parity in the one to five range, right? So, Vince, Absolutely. in your opinion, who is the census number one pick right now if you're a GM in the NFL? So, like, you're on the clock. Then I am, or if I'm listening to other people. Todd, 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 coming back, coming back, might be coming back, could be doing it soon. It should. I can't do a McShay impression because it's not that different than my regular No, voice. it's just like white guy. So Typical Caucasian man. Yeah. Um, Bryce Young is consensus right now, I would say, which Ooh. has been a big change in the last couple of weeks. I don't get it. Don't know what it is. I still don't think that C- – like, so the argument is that C.J. Stroud's ceiling is a little bit lower than Bryce Young. Bryce Young's got all the intangibles. He's got the – you know, he's got a decent arm strength. Similar to CJ Stroud, but he is fast. He is scrambling. He gets out of the pocket. Modern NFL style guy. Sure. I wouldn't take him one. I am concerned with how small he is, especially at that first pick with little. Carolina. Like, he's small, man. He's a pipsqueak. Um, I think CJ Stroud's still going one. He's a little guy. I'm still taking him one. Still taking CJ Stroud one. What about you? I just don't see an instance where Stroud isn't the number one overall pick just due to the fact that his size and what he's put on paper. What he put on paper in, in my opinion, the real national championship game, Ohio State versus Georgia. Yeah. Because that TCU shellacking shouldn't even be considered a fucking game. It looked like they were playing a scout team. Downplays Michigan a lot, too. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) Well, it does downplay Michigan. Somehow Michigan shits the bed in the playoffs. They always seem to do that. I just came from Ann Arbor. Nice people, but you just can't put it together in the playoffs. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, Harbaugh, for whatever reason, just falls apart. He, he like forgets how to do what he does best. His championships are like a creative anyway. game. So good for him. <laughs> exactly. So every year they, they past two years, they've won. Awesome. Good for you, Michigan. Beyond that, you, you can't put it together. Now, nope. with all that being said, Stroud, when it has counted, does show up minus the Michigan games. Now, the playoff games, he was throwing dimes. Marvin Harrison Jr. getting hurt really did hurt him greatly yeah. in that game. I think if Harrison Jr. is still on the field, they may have a better chance of winning that game. In my eyes, I don't eyes, even know if that's I an argument. It, I think it's just facts because he was shredding them up at that point. There are NFL scouts already saying that Marvin Harrison Jr. is literally like looking at a Lamborghini that's yet to come out for another year and you can't buy it yet. Yeah. I mean, the NIL that is, is like <laughs> That is like true paraphrasing of an NFL scout. He grew up with money, so, too. That's just how it goes. It is what it dude is. Dude wears He's, Gucci uh, fucking cleats. Are you kidding me? His dad's a yeah, top no 10 shit. water receiver ever. Like, yeah, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Minus He's the Marvin. shooting, the greatest yeah, wide receiver that. in gold <laughs> history. I mean, potentially. <laughs> right? No, you're not going to bring that Never up. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Says who? Anyways, I look at it like Stroud has the size, intangibles, everything you'd want. And if I look at Frank Reich... He gets his project. He gets his guy. It's not really a project, but all the things that mark the box. Yeah. What he did with, for example, he he really is. And I mean, what he did with the Red Rocket there for a minute, right? It it was cool. And I'm not talking Andy Dalton. I'm talking our good friend Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz's rookie year. Yeah. Carson Wentz's rookie year, though, under Frank Reich, was A1. A yeah. 
couldn't be duplicated again because he got the yips. But I'm saying if he gets his hands on a young guy, they have a good offensive line, a defense that's stacked. I'm not saying that they could go and make a playoff because I want the Bears to get a higher pick next year, so they're going to suck. But with all that being said, Stroud is unanimous. Now, there is a lot of conjecture coming out of the Texans franchise, right, that they may move off the second pick in the draft and trade down in the draft for more capital. So if that is the fact who comes up to two to take, then inevitably it's Bryce Young, right? I mean, you have to assume, or the other way around. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the Raiders, which would not surprise me at all, especially if Stroud's available. The Raiders. The Raiders. Um, yeah, I could see them coming up and picking Stroud or Young, honestly. Um, if I were the Texans, I wouldn't make this move. Uh, maybe they're just hoping on picking one guy real high or getting some more capital and then – Losing again last next year and then getting it real high and trying to get your boy Caleb Williams wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't, I just don't think the Texans should move the pick. I think maybe they're just getting feelers out there to see how much they really can give for it. And it would be really sad if they got the same, if not more, than the Bears got for the first pick. Let me paint this picture it's not out of bounds to the fact that the Texans look to move back down in the draft because necessarily they don't want that second pick just due to the fact that maybe they don't love Bryce young and everything about him. Caleb's coming out next year. Who's if he was in the draft this year, he would be the first overall pick hands down. He's got guys a freak. Absolute freak. Norman. Nate called that years ago. He did literally like three years ago. Missed that guy. (laughs) Said it while he was on the practice squad at OU. So with all that, go back in the archives, listen to that episode. It was like our first college football review, which we will have soon. Now I won't even tell you how to find it because I have no idea either. It's somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, if you look at D'Amico Ryans, he just came from a franchise being the 49ers who drafted and just went all in on an and I'm not saying Bryce Young is unproven, but kind of a project, right? Yeah. So you look at that. With one of the best QB coaches of all time. That's something to be. Of all time. Yeah. Right. You don't. D'Amico Ryans isn't that guy. He's a defensive guy. But yeah. He's a defensive coach. So if you're like, okay, who wants this pick? Give me a haul. I'll move back to four. I'll move back to five. I'll move back to seven. Get one of these epic defensive linemen that are going to be there. Dude from Texas Tech, Jalen Carter or um, Will Anderson. I mean, yeah, you're going to win. There's you, like, you can't go wrong. And then mm-hmm. what if just hypothetically, what if you take a Hendon hooker in the second or third round, a guy that hey, was Philly, arguably man. one of the best quarterbacks in yeah. all of college football until he hurt his knee real bad. Right. Or I maybe you, God damn, I love that team. <laughs> or maybe you just like, go just do like something crazy in the fourth or fifth round and you take Stetson Bennett. And you say, hey, the Neck and Stetson are going to play it out for the best. And who's got yeah. that dog in him? He'll be the oldest right? quarterback on the team. Right? Yeah. So you got the Neck. You got Stetson. Stetson, something to prove after getting arrested for public intoxication. <laughs> right? He's like, hey, I'm going to show them all wrong that I'm not a total fucking elky. Right? I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't do it if I were them unless they get like some package that they can't turn away. But here's um, a wild card name. I'm not done. 
Okay. Here's a wild card name for everybody to take a look at. And his name is Jake Hayner, quarterback, Fresno State. Hayner? Uh-huh. Hardly know her. Jake Hayner, dude, <laughs> three seasons at Fresno State, crushed it, looked really good, 9,000 yards in three seasons, 67 touchdowns, only 17 interceptions, completed 68.2% of his passes. Yeah. And I know Derek he's in Carr. a weak conference. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Fine. what I had said. But he's think Derek about Carr. it. If you have Go an ahead. epic defense and you're Derek Carr, right? I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Get him some weapons, run the ball, D'Amico Ryan's type of football. Is it out of bounds? You go heavy defense first two rounds. You get some more draft capital, maybe for next season, this season. Maybe you do punt to next season if it doesn't work this season to get Caleb and you move up. It's all deadly, man, because let's face it, their expectation is not to win this season. It's not like everybody's well, like, oh, yeah. And my Texas thought is, is too, shit. it's like, like who the people that win championships are elite quarterbacks. Elite. Like, like the if you were to bring in a guy like Derek Carr, like you're not, I don't think you're getting to that pinnacle that you want to. And I mean, your plan has to be to win the championship. I mean, the last, I mean, Mahomes last year, Stafford two years ago, I'm putting him in the elite category. Tom Brady, ever heard of him? Mahomes again, Tom Brady again. Nick Foles was elite for that playoff run. <laughs> Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson in his heyday. Like those are elite quarterbacks. Yeah, they found Russell Wilson in the second or third round, third round, I believe. It's just, I don't know. Like, you want to go with the guy that's going to be more likely to do that. So, if they do want to just punt this year, win two games again next year, maybe they can have that first round pick. But I'm sure there's another team that's going to be gunning for it again, just like the Bears were. And they ruined that opportunity, too. So, I, I don't, I just don't do it. I feel like having that capital at that point, especially as a team as bad as them that doesn't have somebody like Davis Mills isn't the answer. We know that. So you got to move on and figure it out another way. I, I keep that pick and I'm picking the other guy. You're going QB first round pick. If that's, I'm the Texans, if you have the opportunity and it's looking at you in the face, you take it unless somebody gives you something otherworldly. Like it's better than the bears draft. Like the amount that the bears got, then yeah, take it. But I don't possible. What if you could move back, right? What if you could move back to seven and still get Jalen Carter or or Will Anderson or one of those top studs with the I defense mean, that's, great. that's already kind of fantastic because, hey, I mean, let's face it, defense also wins championships in the NFL. Yeah. And I know I mean, that the, the, if the you NFL want back on the Raiders. Often. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, you can have there's nobody around Khalil Mack during his right. time on the Raiders. Kind of where we're at so with the Texans. There is a kind defense there already. Yeah, but there's no offense. True. Not saying zero, there like is. zero offense, like not even kind of an offense. What I'm saying is if you get a haul and you get more picks next year, you kind of get by again this year. I'm not saying you're going to get the first overall pick next year. Maybe you finish, you know, five and 10 or five and 11, right? That's still considered yeah. a successful year for you. And then you have more draft capital to play with for a team that fell in love with a quarterback that's not going to be that great. And then next season's quarterback crop is epic. So now you yeah, can I mean, trade I, up. I get you the have argument. all the ammunition. I just, I just don't do it. Unless you really want Caleb Williams. But if if you want him that bad, somebody else does too. That's kind of where my head's at. Well, everybody wants Caleb. I mean, teams would get off of – like the Bears would get off of – Justin no. Fields of Caleb nope. Williams was available. Oh, no, they wouldn't. 
without a doubt. There is so. not many times in in history it's where so there is biased, a true. So no, I'm not. I'm not biased. Are. Look at the tape. No, I do. Listen. I watch them all the time to make fun of you mostly, but I watch them all the time. Like, how are you going to make fun of me? I mean, well, no, I understand because it's you USC. Know, that no, they it's don't USC. play defense at USC, right? But yeah. look at his tape back from OU as well. I mean, he's very good, crazy. but we know at this point that no one's a sure bet. Jameis Winston was the best thing since sliced bread. Didn't work out. Jamarcus Russell didn't watch any tape. Like you don't know what's going to happen. So if you have okay. a guy, especially well, if Phoenix has a good Luck? year, they're not. What about Andrew Luck? Sure, sure, surefire number one draft pick was an absolute fucking stud. Yeah, and then he retired at twenty nine because <laughs> he got hit all the time. Right. They never protected him until it was too late. Which is what would happen with the Texans anyway. So, like, <laughs> it's kind of where it's necessarily. I think D'Amico's got something. If they give him the tools, I think that that's a thing. I think just it's possible. Now, I just, if I'm a team like that, I wouldn't leverage that. Now, let's talk. Let's, okay, let's move off this because we're getting to a point here where you want to start, you know, making fun of my teams. Okay? <laughs> Not making fun start, of them. You want to start digging? <laughs> You want I'm to start digging out one of the best him. college quarterbacks yeah. ever, right? Okay. I'm going to get some heat for that one. Sure. Anyways. Yeah, for me. <laughs> I still think the Bears, literally, if they had the first-round draft pick, the first pick in the draft overall this year, and Caleb's yeah. on the board, you would trade Justin Fields in a heartbeat. You get four more years of control. Think about I don't think it. You they would have traded control, the pick. a proven commodity, an epic athlete who who's arguably just as athletic as Justin, if not more athletic, has a better arm than Justin. Can throw yeah, the I ball mean, on any platform, literally any platform. Seen it done numerous times. I mean, luckily we I have a year Vince, to talk about that. <laughs> Vince, I think you're a little butt hurt that you know your 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 golden domers got spanked. Mm-mm. In South South Cali, that's all I'm saying. No, Michael sir. Mayer, only person who showed up that game. We have a year to talk about that. We'll see how it goes next year. Okay, all right. So the Bears remember. are at nine, Mentima. right? Who are they yeah. taking? Not Jalen Carter. You don't think so? That man, if he that falls off the nine, board. It... that man's off. The you think board he's gone by then? Where's he he's going? In Seattle. I think he's going. I think he's going to Seattle. I think he's going. I think Seattle's going to move up. I think Seattle's going to take that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's a perfect. Well, Seattle's at five. I, I doubt they'd even have to move up. That's yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. I, like V. There's like, no yeah, reason from for from the up. trade from Denver. I mean, they moved up. Like oh yeah, fair enough. Like nice you know, they're that. already up there. I think Jalen Carter fits that defense well. I think they need the help on there, especially their rush. Like yeah, I don't think there's any ways moving anywhere further. No. I I could see it. Now, if he is at nine, do you take him? Is he like, if he falls to nine, are, are you just taking him? There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, because okay. in my head right now, it's an offensive lineman pick because anybody past that. I mean, there's two elite defensive t- defensive talents that I would take. And elite. one of them's going to, one of them's gone at three and one of them's gone at five in my head. If that, now, if if outside Anderson's of that, at nine, like, do you take Will Anderson? If he's yeah, he's the best defensive guy. Yeah, there's no way he's falling that far, but if if he's there, you take Will Anderson. Absolutely, please. Um, I think Will Anderson's gone at three. I think it's just like a means to an end. Even even if the Cardinals move off that pick, I think he's gone at f- like, I, like I think the Colts say fucking quarterback would take Will Anderson because I think he's that good. Um, if he's at nine, yeah, I'll take him. I heard a report, and it was probably bullshit, 
that the the Bears aren't against trading Justin Fields to move up a little bit more and get a little more capital. And that was the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. I don't want to give it any credence. Well, that no, that's that's a while ago now. That's over. No, I heard it two days ago. What? Yeah, talking heads, baby. That hasn't been put to bed already? They haven't. They haven't. They don't have shit to talk about, honestly. That's kind of clearly. Like, that's where just, I mean, that's not going to happen. We just we just did that. Don't even fucking entertain it anymore. Because no, yeah. the Bears are sticking with Justin. Justin gets at least two more years to prove himself, and he did actually Plus a fairly good job of proving himself. Like well, just saying. <laughs> All right, no, we're done. Put it away. If you, what I I <laughs> did a hypothetical that if the Bears had the first overall pick in the draft and Caleb, now you said what they trade year, up. If they Trade had the first up. overall pick, they would they would consider it. If the Bears are so bad where they're the first overall pick, then yeah, I would definitely consider it. Well, sure. Anybody would. I was playing a hypothetical if 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 Caleb was in this year's draft class. Yeah. The Bears would arguably look Oh, they at probably would take Justin yeah. first. After that yeah, season, that, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the point. Yet. Duh. Good talk. Okay, that's where I was going. <laughs> I, the Bears now, pick is the Bears pick is Skaronsky or Paris Johnson. That's the only was the only two options. I agree. It's the only way you could go. Now, I've also heard some reports though that they could potentially look at trading down if two okay. of those guys aren't there anymore. Where do you go from there? I'm happy to do it. I mean, it's fine if they're like, hey, we're getting a lot back for it. I don't see nine as a very coveted pick, especially because a lot of those elite guys are going to be taken off the board. Um, Paris Johnson and uh, Peter Sharansky are not going to be gone at that point. So <laughs> I don't really think they will. I think they're happy at nine where they can pick a difference maker, especially on an offensive tackle. Um, there really isn't anybody else I can think of that they would end up taking at the point. So, yeah, I'm taking Paris. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock it in. I'm going to lock it in, Mr. Goodell, and I'm going to take Paris Johnson at that point. Um, a lot of people are saying Skaronsky. I just really think that the, the length, like the Bears like length, and the Bears are going to take him at that point because Paris Johnson is just an athlete, man. You take him at that point. I agree with that. Paris Johnson moves like a tight end. Dude's an absolute freak. I mean, Big the Peter Skaronsky thing would be a great hometown pick scenario and story, but I still like Paris more than I do like Skaronsky. I think Skaronsky's a he's like Mike McGlinchey 2.0 to me. That's yeah, kind of how it. I view Skaronsky. <laughs> okay. And I mean that's good, but that's not exactly what you need. Where Paris Campbell looks more like the upside is up there. A guy. Looks yeah. like an absolute unit. Well, so, Skaronsky could be a right guard or left guard at some point. Johnson's playing tackle. <laughs> Yeah, Paris Johnson's protecting your blind side. He's your guy. Yeah. Right. So he's kind of like, in my eyes, if you're going to comp as to how he moves, and I mean, he has the potential, but I mean, he could be like a Trent Williams. He's that big. Yeah, that's he what you has want. The, he has the movement. I mean, hell, if if that could be the case, that's the best thing that ever happened in the franchise. Those things also. don't grow on trees, but I wouldn't be against it. No. But think about it. Every major team... That's one a Super Bowl, really. They've had one pinnacle of the offensive line. Even Orlando Brown, Orlando even though it wasn't Pate. that good last year. Like he was Orlando Brown, yeah, fine. But I mean, there's some other guys, but what I'm talking He's still about, good like, last hey, year. even even if you look back to the show on turf like the greatest show on turf back Pace. in, you know, the early two thousands, you had Orlando Pace. Yeah. So Everybody's if you him. could do that, right? 
And then the Bears got Orlando Pace way after his prime. And it was awful. That's classic They're Chicago. Like, See, baby. we addressed the knee. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did it. It's like you didn't do dick. Yeah, you addressed you just the gave knee with Jay an old Cutler man. a turnstile. Yeah. Gave Jay Cutler a human turnstile on his blind side. Yeah, great. <laughs> good job. He was good five years ago. Good job. What was his name? Oh God, his name sticks. What or the his, GM? His face. He has his face sticks in my head. He always used to talk about power athletes and oh, took yeah. Shane McClellan. What was his name? Oh, God. I don't I mean, we get a new one every year, so it's difficult to keep up. Bears GM. Before pace, <laughs> Let me see. No, it wasn't get in your Jerry brain. Angelo. Oh, Jerry Angelo? No, it wasn't Jerry Angelo. No, who was before him? Dun, dun. Dun, 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 Phil dun, Emery. Dun. Phil Emery. Phil Emery. <laughs> oh, no. He looked like... You know what he looked like? Who's the dude um, with ba- the Bates Motel? What's his name? Oh, he looked uh, like an Charlie the Chocolate Factory guy. Kinda. He just looked like a creeper who wore glasses and he was very monotone oh, yeah, when he the, spoke. Yeah, the kid I was talking about. Yeah, he was in that too. Um, yeah, no, you're right. And, and he would always so talk about right. we're looking for power athletes, power driven athletes. So Shane McClellan, first round traffic. You're like, oh fuck. <laughs> Yep. And then we had that young man stuffed down our football throat for five years and he had like I didn't mind seconds. him at first. I really didn't like him after that. <laughs> he was an undersized <laughs> defensive end in a wrong system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what great. are we doing? Awesome. Basically what good good talk. And then Mark Tressman coming out talking about how we look good in practice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay. Jalen Hurts gets signed. Congrats. 255 mil, 179 guaranteed. Too much, not Biggest enough. Biggest contracts well in the NFL. It doesn't Does matter if it's too it? much because that's what they're going to get. Bring your team to the Super is, Bowl. He's proven himself. Is that what Lamar's going to get? That's what he wants. Do you think Lamar he wanted a dollar more than Deshaun? Over or under? Wanted over or under? Probably less at the end of it. Um, more than Deshaun Watson, less than Jalen here. That's, that's, that's okay. got to be the way it goes about it. Interesting. That's what it is. I mean, now, it's it's Alan like Jalen Hurts brought his team to it, brought his team to the Super Bowl. Like he was almost an MVP last year. He's defied all odds. He's the king of that team. He's the king of that city. You gotta sign him. It is what it is. It's a lot of money, but he's a quarterback. So yeah, if Justin Fields were deal. to do that next year, you gotta give him a max contract like that. Like, it's not, you don't. There's you no option. Run on the max. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no two bones about it. If he has a yeah. year, he gets you to the, even the playoffs. So you have to consider that. Like, I what think do you that want? That's a fair statement. Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll pay you. You're the first quarterback in this franchise that's worth a shit in almost twenty years. So, so they probably get yeah. rid of him though in the Bears. <laughs> Find another one. Well, they paid Jay Cutler, unfortunately, the most. Boss. Enthusiastic day of that man's entire career with the Bears, but I digress. Absolute uh, boss. Allen Robinson got shipped to the Steelers for a bag of footballs. Yeah, and what the hell? Like, <laughs> it was just like, hey, let's swap seventh round picks and so, yeah, the Rams take the contract. The Rams sent the Rams sent their number two hundred and fifty one pick seventh round and Allen Robinson to the Steelers for the Steelers two hundred thirty fourth pick. So basically, they. They moved back, what, 13, 14 spots and got a quote-unquote elite wide receiver. That's what they say. While the Rams continue to pay 
10.25 mil of his salary. Steelers paying the extra 5 mil. It was a salary dump to get 5 mil back on their books. That's literally all it was, which is sad to see that go down the way it is. The Rams rebuild's coming, people. And with that seventh pick, they're going to take the best punter in the draft. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, it's going to be a watch big out because they're going to be punting a lot next year. <laughs> watch out because they're going to be sticking you right in between your own five yard line. No big deal. Um, coffin corner, baby. Coffin corner is right. Looking at this right now, um, I, I this this draft is it, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm excited yeah. to do the mock next next week. I mean, yeah. we, we have going to be heavy football next week, too. guys. Be ready now. Vince, this could have gotten into strange and unusual, but Max Scherzer today yep. got popped for an illicit substance on his glove. Don't know what yeah. it is. Allegedly. He was but screaming. I mean, he's he a hothead. Well, he, he has two he claimed, colored eyes. He claimed it was rosin. Up. He claimed it was rosin multiple times. Umpires kicked him out. It looked very valid and honest. I'd like to think that Scherzer hasn't just been cheating this whole time. Um, but he got kicked out and that comes with a suspension. If the MLB rules are the same, my question is, what do they do? Do they test it? How do they test it? Once he leaves the field where they don't see him, like did he, could he wash it off or whatever? Maybe there's a lot of in between. There's nothing to prove either way at this point. Cause it literally like just happened a couple hours ago. Crazy sight though. First time it's actually happened. No. I mean, since the initial sticky tack right. or spider tack scenario happened. Where it was like, we're right. going to kick you out, but it's not a big deal. But now it's like, this is a big deal. <laughs> Here's a topic for conversation. And I believe Al Leiter brought this up. Okay. Former MLB pitcher, former Mets pitcher, actually. Yes. He brought up a, a, a very good point. He said, do you just make one substance legal to use that every pitcher is capable of, of bringing to the mound every awesome. game? Right. Rosin, not a rosin bag, but like, no, like on a list is like spider tack or maybe pine tar something to give the ball more spin, maybe sure. whatever that is. And then that is the allowed substance everybody can use similar to a rosin bag. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's the same argument as like, what if we just give everybody a little bit of steroids, which I'm also for. Um, so I'm, I like that. I'm it, for all of it. Like, literally, just juice them again because it yeah. was the golden era of baseball. But that opens a can of worms. Like, if they're using something else and they'd be like, well, those are the kind that I got. Like, I don't know. It's like you either get rid of it or you don't, which I get. And you get, you get stuck with this, but enough people get in trouble enough, then you're kind of like, okay. But that's the thing. Like, I don't know how they're going to test his glove. I don't know if they're going to actually know if he did use a – you know, a substance he wasn't allowed to be using. Like all that is so cloudy right now. So it's good for him. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't get suspended for the year. What if the MLB like comes back and we're like, well, we ran all the test. It was semen. Yeah. <laughs> what if he just came on his glove? <laughs> Ew, Max, why is it so sticky? It's like, you'd like to know him. <laughs> well, after after the conclusions of the test come back, it was semen. Hey, what it ain't a foreign substance. That shit is born and bred American, I'll tell you that. That's all me, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Next year, it comes out. He's like, dude, what? Who said you couldn't put? Come on. I made it in the well, bullpen little... before I ran out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it helps it calm me down, and I got a little sticky, you know, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll loop piss on I'm his hands. What's the difference? Glove better. Yeah. Catcher's like, dude, why do you think I wear a batting glove when I throw the ball back every time? Yeah. Just covered in your calm, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean, this is where my corrupt ranking goes. Yep. I mean, I'd rule, I'd rule out semen. I would. <laughs> but who knows? I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, you never know. But now if they came back and they were like, it's horse semen. And then they were like, oh, my God. What the f- jerking Sorry. off a horse? Sorry, brothers. They were in heat. <laughs> I don't know what to tell Does you. he own race horses? Like, what, is, what do we know about Max Scherzer He's that very the rest rich of man. the public doesn't know? He's got very two colored man. eyes. He's a very rich man. He comes on his glove. Helps break it in. Two truths and a lie. Two on your curveball. <laughs> two truths and a lie. I, two... <laughs> I want to say young. I have two different colored eyes and I come on my glove. Which one's the lie? <laughs> Which one's the lie? Which one's the lie? Hmm. Good job, Max. It's the come one. Um, yeah. Now, no, it's it'll be interesting to see how this actually ends up playing out because if he's out, how many games do you think out, he gets? I think there's a rule. I don't know what the exact amount of it is, but it is like substantial, like sixty games or something like that, like something Whoa. substantial. Yeah. Whoa, that is a big one. But like, I could be wrong, big. so don't call me on that. But I think that's where it stands. If I'm not mistaken, it might be the whole season. Who knows? I think that would be aggressive. I mean, that's not like you know you popped him for juice like Robinson Cano, right? Okay, so, automatic, automatic 10-day, automatic, and then the MLB looks over it with a trial, which could give him a longer suspension. Now, he did react like a giant kid. Like, he was like, no, he well, lost his fucking shit. Does that if make him they are, If they are doing something where they're like, Semen. hey, this is this is a foreign substance, and he's like, no, it's fucking not. Like, I would go absolutely ape shit if I wasn't cheating and I'm getting if I'm getting like stuck for cheating, True. like I would go nuts, dude. I'd be like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" Because also that's like that's pitch that's pitcher steroids in a lot of ways. Like it's like, oh, Max has been cheating this whole time now, and then everybody's gonna think he's a cheater, and he's like, "I'm not a cheater." You just don't know what the substance is like. True. You know, like I would be like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm a Hall of Famer." Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Potential and, Hall of Famer, and he's a, no and he's a. MLB PA rep for the team. So he's also like supposed to be yeah, part of like so the players. He does know all the rules. I yeah. yeah, why would you bend that? That doesn't make much sense. That's kind of where it's at. Like I don't it's sweat and rosin. That's what he said. It's also it's sweat and rosin like a thousand times. <laughs> I mean which I kind of believe him, I do. This, I mean, if that's a mix of substance, like I'm saying, I'm I, I got the two truths and a lie back going on here. Yeah. Love it. They're, I mean, they're Absolutely they're allowed to it. use sweat and rosin. It is what it is. Other than that, you're not allowed to do anything else. So, yeah, I don't know. We won't know yeah. until it comes out, but he's going to have to go to trial. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. It's so it'll be really messed up if it comes out of it. And he did. wasn't cheating at all. And they the umps just called it that bad. But it wouldn't surprise me because it's the MLB. So. Yeah, no, definitely interesting. The MLB is always the no fun league, like historically the no fun league. Yeah. Now. Vince, I need to bring up somebody that is near and dear to your heart. Sure, before we sure. Close this whole thing out. Yeah. So today, a report came out from the old Steve Stone, aka yep. Stone Pony, as Hawk used to call him, and he basically said during a broadcast that the White Sox are not built to go a full 162. Yeah. And that will ultimately 
be the demise of this franchise during this season and many years to come that they are not built to go full 162. Yeah. Now, is this is this true? I mean, is this something we've seen, all known for a long time? Have you seen the meme where it's like, oh, no, the worst person ever made a good point? You ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Because that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, Steve Stone and I have a very public battle on Twitter. Yeah, I was just and about to public, say, what's your issue with Stone Pony? I love Steve public, Stone. I mean, the guy's got a voice, like a calm right. presence, right? He's a good he, So he's very uptight on Twitter, and he blocks people for no reason. Did he have a reason to block me? Maybe, but he did. No way, I called him really? a boner. I said, Steve, I said, Steve Stone's being a boner. And he took issue with that. I don't know what to tell him. Sometimes people are boner. I've been a boner before. And you then know, I was like, oh, I should think had, about it. You know, and stop being a boner. Right? He knows all about it. Just stop yeah, being a boner. So I said, Steve Stone's a boner because he said something that made him kind of like a boner. I tried going on his page like three hours later. No luck. Blocked by Steve Stone. Luckily, I can see it on the Taxi Squad uh, Twitter, but I can't see it on mine. Um, and it's been about two and a half years at this point. And he still has been blocked. So go back and find the post and show the fact that you are blocked, that you can't get access to the Stone Easy. Pony himself. Can do. We need to see the screenshot this, put this on the Insta. This is quality. We have a new feud on the podcast, people. Oh, it's not new. No oh, baby, it's been marinating. Zero clue. Brought it up today. He's like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. I'm like, what's your problem with Steve? Well, that's Stone? the thing, too. Like it's like, I don't actually Chicago really, I don't like actually really years. hate him. I don't well, actually really hate him. Fighting. But, but I mean, yeah. let's face it. Steve Stone and Jason Benetti against you and me. We know who's winning. All I said is Steve Stone is such a boner. I quote tweeted him and I said that <laughs> he blocked me <laughs> in a fight. Mike and Vince are definitely kicking the shit out of Jason Benetti. Steve I wouldn't Stone. fight that's him, though. Awful. I no, think that's a I hate crime. I, I could not. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a hate crime, so we should probably avoid that. He has that. such a nice voice. He has such a nice voice. He seems like a really nice guy. Truly. Benetti? Yeah, he seems like a great guy. Love it. This is fantastic. Anyway, people, we are far over time today. We yeah. hope you enjoyed the pod. <laughs> we went in. And, of course, next week will be the full-blown mock draft. Excited to bring it to you guys as always. So you know the drill. Please share it. Share it. Follow it. Follow it. And then, of course, you know, just rate it, right? Show show five the love. Stars. Give, give, give stars. the five stars. Whatever star you feel as if is applicable, rate it. And then, of course, shave your fotch. If you're going to shave your fotch, use Hentex. Also... If you would like to shave with somebody or you know somebody who shaves similar to your grandfather, he mm. probably still shaves till this day. Sure he does. So you and your grandpa can shave together. You can listen to the Taxi Squad podcast together. It's a beautiful union right there. Happy holidays to your grandpa if he smokes. Exactly. Happy holidays. And you know the drill. We'll see you next week. Peace.